0: Welcome. This is a one hour special episode of Flow State with wellness influencer Claudia Steppen. In this episode, Claudia shares her tips for how to have a healthy mind and mood through diet, exercise, and supplementation. To learn more about Claudia's routine, visit her at Claudia Steppen on Instagram or Thriving with Claudia on TikTok. For supplements to promote a healthy mind, body, and spirit, visit us at www.sojin.co. You can use the code FLOWSTATE at checkout for 25% off. Claudia Steppen, thank you so much for coming on the Flow State Podcast.
1: Excited to be here and talk wellness with you.
0: I wanted to start the conversation off by talking about um, just a period of transition in your life. Um, you've talked about how things kind of change for you um, when you reached about the age of 40 and i want to just kind of start the conversation off there could you just describe for us tell us what sort of changes were happening at that point in your life whether lifestyle or whatever and let's just uh we can go from there
1: sure so um like many um women and, and and men right parents i think go through this transition and um you know, we had our children in our thirties, we were both working full time, right? All the energy starts to go into your children and you have way more on your plate. And my husband and I both being very, um, mindful of our wellness, our whole lives, both athletic and enjoy eating, you know, good nutritious food. Like we felt like we were in a great place. Right. And then as this thirties went on, like in my later thirties, like I started feeling, um, very run down, very burnt out. Um, even though I was eating well and either even though we were still doing the same things, um, I felt um that like here we go. This is what they call um over the hill, right? Like you've peaked and now it's now it's gonna be a downward slide. So that's the feeling I had when I like right around 40, when I was starting to like just go like, God, like I don't feel like I used to. I don't mm. wake up feeling like I used to. I Think about, you know, I just want to rest. I just want to take a nap, even though that wasn't possible. And, um, you know, just having that feeling of like, I'm not feeling young anymore. I'm not feeling that same um, vitality that Mm. I had enjoyed for so long. And so that's where um, I kind of started. It was all about that. It was how I was feeling. It really wasn't about, um, you know, anything else physically, but other than like just, um, that feeling of like, gosh, like, should I feel this exhausted all the time?
0: <laughs> so you, so this is happening. You ask yourself this question, should I feel all this exhausted all the time? And then what was your, your sort of process from there? Like what, you know, what actions do you take? What did you do from there?
1: So obviously again, like, you know, with one of the feelings I always had was like, you know, we're in Groundhog's day mode, right? Um, because like we're on the hamster wheel. Right. Like, so yeah, I think about it, but then I'd have to, ju- you know, I didn't have an opportunity, you know, it was like, keep going, keep going, keep going. There's no break, right. There's no break <laughs> from the actions you're taking like for work and for your kids. And it's like nonstop. Right. So I would think about it, but then I couldn't do anything about it. I think about it, I couldn't do anything about it. So there was a lot of that going on, mm-hmm. but, um, but and you then- were pretty
0: <laughs> at this point in life, uh, just to kind of pause real quick. Mm-hmm. you had you said you, you were pretty busy you had uh, it sounds like a full-time job yeah uh kids yes. um and were you also see remember were you also in school or studying at yes. this point in time um, so
1: right around that 40 year mark i was teaching kindergarten um full-time and i had three children under 5 um a daughter and twin boys that were 2 years apart Um, and my husband ran a business and I was helping him on that as well with like doing all the billing and things like that. And I went back to get my master's, um, to go into, to be able to go into administration. So I was doing that at night. That was a two year straight thing. So, you know, so during that time I kind of knew like, okay, well maybe I'm tired, like, of course I'm tired, right? Like this is, I'm taking on a lot right now, but it's temporary. And once I get through the master's program like I can, you know, I'll feel better. And that the thing that what happened was I finished the master's program, I got into a new line of work, you know, I got the administrative job that like my entry level job. And um, after about half a year, I was still, I still wasn't feeling better. I was feeling no better. And so, um, so that's where I was just kind of starting to feel frustrated. So that's when I started thinking, like, is this just how it's going to be? Um, Is this what it's going to take, I'm just going to have to grind myself into the ground for the next 15, 20 years as my children are still in the house and I'm in a career. And I had my annual checkup with my doctor. And one of the things I started thinking about, um, was if I had any potential, you know, um, deficiencies, right. Um, you know, just wanting to have a look at like, okay, is there something that's missing here, you know? And, and, um, they did my, you know, Uh, the basic stuff that they do and said, nope, everything, all your, all your markers are normal, normal range. And I remember them kind of saying to me, and it was um, a female doctor and she said, you know, you know, welcome to your forties, you know, and kind of just like confirming in my fear, in my mind, that was, this is what it feels like. This is what it's going to be, you know, like like, you know, like too bad, so sad. <laughs> like, so, you know, oh. I was just like, okay, I guess this is what it's going to feel like. And I, again, was uh. really just, you know, I, for now looking back, I realized I was dealing with chronic fatigue <laughs> and it wasn't just normal tiredness. And, and, but no one said anything to me about like, well, this looks normal, but maybe we need to look at like gut health or maybe we need to look at, mm. um, you know, mm. uh, stress, stress and the impact of stress. Like no one said anything to me, you know? So I thought mm-hmm. like, I have nothing else to do because again, my nutrition, like it wasn't like, you know, there was like, oh yeah, I need to stop eating the, the, the processed junk that I'm consuming. Cause I wasn't doing that, you know? and
2: Huh. Huh. I wasn't
1: consuming a lot of alcohol and I wasn't, you know, and I was active and I was getting out and getting exercise. So it was like, I kind of was like, you know, I guess this is it. But then, um, you know, I started to just ask my friends, you know, I started posting on social media, like, what are people do? I'm, you know, I'm tired. I don't know why I feel so tired all the time, right? Like, and I started having conversations with my close friends and other people that were a little bit older than me, right? That 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 I was like, "What are you doing? Like, how do you feel? Do you feel this way? Like, is this, you know, what is this?" Um, and I got, a, and I did get a couple of people talking about
0: um, why didn't you warn me? Why didn't yeah, you tell like, me <laughs>
1: like, is this this is like what is this reality, right? So, but I I started kind of it was still on my mind and you know, again, like I was still going through every daily motion. So like it was a long process, but of like, kind of like, but I knew like, okay, maybe there's something else, you know, that I, that yeah. I, out there. And I did start to kind of, um, you know, type in Google tired all the time, you know, like exhaustion. And then that's when I started seeing things pop up about gut health, right? Then I started reading about gut health. and I started buying some books about gut health. Then I started, you know, understanding like, okay, like maybe this is what I'm dealing with. I never went back to the doctor in terms of like, um, you know, and I, I wish now looking back to that, I've read more and, you know, been in the wellness space, you know, I probably should have gone to, you know, um, a naturopathic doctor. I probably should yeah. have, uh, sought out my own, you know, like, you know, outside of my typical healthcare. Yeah, um, But I didn't. So like, you know, I, I'd say if, like, if I could do something over, right. I would have done that different. I would have sought more answers, but, um, from
2: many, like many someone the that, women. That, that,
1: that they do know about that stuff, <laughs> female hormones, right? Like all of that stuff. Like, um, I would have gone back to that. So uh, and done that differently. So I had I kind of came across the path of understanding gut health, the impact of chronic stress um, on the gut, and um, you know, different things that can support gut health around my own digging, you know, and and finding that stuff. So self-education, right? Like I had, so, you yeah. know, because yeah. I just felt like i need I need to feel better because it was really it got to the point where like literally, It was causing probably, you know, mood issues too, because I mean, I hated the way I felt like I didn't want to feel tired. I didn't want to come home from work and think, oh, how, you know, can I make it to bedtime? Like, that's not the way I wanted to live my life at all. And so it was depressing as well. Um, And, you know, it was just like, it was awful, you know, Mm. and
0: so some some of the other women that I've interviewed on the podcast um, who I've interviewed kind of about this time in their life as well have said similar things about how the – and other naturopathic doctors that I've interviewed too have, mm-hmm. have shared that, you know, your typical medical doctor in North America will spend five minutes with a patient. And that's not the – that's kind of how the system is set up. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas, um, and you know, typically you might get a lot of people are getting responses like, Oh, you know, I can suggest like this, you know, antidepressant medication, or I can guess like, you know, this for like a lot of, it's very medication based. And, Mm -hmm. um, and if you spend a little bit more time with like a naturopathic doctor, you can get maybe 15 to 20 minutes with them and look at nutrition. You can look at diet, you can look at exercise, you can look at lifestyle, you can look at all these kind of different variables that might be having an impact on why something is feeling a little bit different. Um, so it's just sort of interesting how that that system is set up. Um, but so for you, you start looking, you, you start talking to friends, you start looking online, and then and then I guess what kind of and you you find you get kind of get curious about gut health. It seems right. like you see something on Google, and you're like, oh, like gut health. Maybe this has something to do with it. So yeah. what ha- what happens then? What what, what was the So,
1: before I kind of share that, just the point you made about the doctors, you know what I've come to realize is that like our medical system is set up for once a person's really sick, and and it's not set up for optimizing people's wellness. So yes, everything looked normal, and I was normal. I wasn't it with disease. I wasn't like I didn't have something so major, right? But I wasn't optimized, right? And that's where our medical you know, there, it's not about optimization, right? It's not about, hmm. um, proactive steps or optimizing your wellness. It's really about like, you know, we're going to step in when there's a major disease happening here,
2: yeah. right?
1: A major thing. So I think that's a gap, right? That is, um, big <laughs> and, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think back to my, my parents are from Europe and my cousin, you know, all my family is over there. And I remember a time when we were visiting and she went to the doctor for, um, she was having like hives, like stress related breakout, right. From stress. Yeah. And she got a, sent to a wellness center for two weeks as the treatment.
0: Wow. (laughs)
1: And I remember even as like, I was super young at that time. I was in my teens probably, cause I was you know still living with my parents and stuff. And I remember thinking like, wow, you know? Um, so I think, you know, again, like our system is really about stepping in when it's, uh, there's a major illness, right? Like that's why preventative care, like all of that stuff. And again, not even like it's, you know, yeah, I was okay. I was far from like the best I could be. And so unfortunately, like we have to take our own, mm-hmm. we have to, we have to do that for ourselves. And um, so I think the first, and again, I never went to a natural path because to be honest at that time, I couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was paying yeah. off my masters. I was working full time. I had three kids. I, we were, you know, ha- it was so I didn't even yeah. like, you know i probably wouldn't even have the money and i think that's a barrier for a lot of people um yeah, you know you have health point. insurance you want your health insurance to, to manage the things that you need for your health but you know my health insurance doesn't talk about it like there's no preventative care there's no like you know that kind of stuff so yeah. you know and naturopaths really,
0: typically aren't aren't included aren't covered no, under not under unless
1: maybe i don't know but maybe if someone has something extreme, maybe you get a referral. I don't know, but I don't, I, I haven't come across someone that's ever gotten a referral. It's always been out of pocket, um, and their own route. Right. And however, again, I could be wrong with that because I don't have experience with being able to access one. Um, but you know, again, like, so I think for people listening to your you know podcast and stuff, if that's, they're in that boat as well. Cause again, I think most people don't have like hundreds of dollars to throw around for, for appointments and visits and things, you know, finding books, you know, that's like a very low cost investment to make in, Mm. in educating yourself. And so that was like my first route books. And then like YouTube, like literally, like I'm thankful for the internet and where there's things on the internet that, that are not good. Right. The ability to access information, And to educate yourself is a great benefit of, of the internet, social media, whatever. Obviously you have to do your due diligence on like the source, but there's free information out there. And there was enough free information that I was able to start to go, it started pointing me in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like a book provided a lot of information that I was like, okay, I'm, I can be aware of these things. Mm So, um, that's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, again, you have to, unfortunately, you have to advocate for yourself. You have to educate yourself. You might have to find your own, you know, resources. Um, but, you know, cause again, like, I don't know if our country's ever going to fix this issue, you know, with with the way we approach this stuff, but.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's why uh... the
1: podcast is an important resource for people, right? Cause it can, alert them to something to go, oh, you know, it's going to put, it's going to send me on a path of, um, looking into things that, that for themselves.
0: I'm curious, you mentioned that you talked to some of your friends and like Mm -hmm. some women that were older Mm -hmm. and then you also did research. I'm curious what you learned from the conversations that you had as well. Like, were you finding that it was a shared experience? Were you finding that Um, there was like some nuance to it is a little bit different for everybody. Like kind of what, what did you find there?
1: I I found, you know, definitely somewhat of a shared experience. Um, But also, and especially, you know, one of my friends actually was saying that she was getting, she was, oh, she's like, oh, I'm actually going to get a B12 shot. Um, You know, like that was something that her doctor, you know, she did get like recommended to get um, B12 shots to support like the energy um, and that's the first time I like was like, Oh, B vitamins. Okay. Let me look into that. <laughs> right. Um, and then, um, I never went. And that's got big for energy. For yeah. But just like, that was the first time anyone's, cause again, they told me my levels of all my vitamins were in the normal range, but again, like normal and optimized are two different things. Right. Mm. Um, great, then great I point. also obviously I had friends that you know struggled with some different things, you know, some had more issues not being able to sleep. My issue was I couldn't sleep enough and and feel rested. Like I could um so I wasn't probably getting deeper rest, but I was I was going to bed way too early and I'd wake up and my first thought was I'm still tired. Yeah. <laughs> that was wrong. Um a true. lot of my people that I talked to, you know, um weight was an issue with you know weight management and and again like for me that wasn't an issue and that's where i also found like when i would go looking for things um that there is a lot of focus on weight management and weight loss for for people's health you know when you look at me- people talking about nutrition and exercise it's a lot of times simply through the lens of weight loss um and yes. i was like okay i don't like that's not what I need, you know, because <laughs> I, I actually, I look back at some photos and, and at that time I was probably, you know, I was underweight. I was, I wasn't, you know, I was definitely not, you know, I was just like looking, I look back and I'm Oh, I look, I look run down. I look, you know, like,
2: um,
0: yeah.
1: so, you know,
0: I want to just add something. Yeah. There. I wasn't
1: really that there's a lot of information about that. And again, I was like, no, 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 that's nope, <laughs> not what I need.
0: I want to just add something there. Are you familiar with Marcella Hill? Do you know who she is? Mm-mm. So she, um, she was a guest on the podcast uh, previously, who shared about her experience going to a doctor and getting levels of vitamins and hormones tested, and mm-hmm. getting being told that they were normal. And then mm-hmm. as she started to do more research and get second opinions, she found exactly the same thing that you were finding, which mm-hmm. is that the 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 normal level is is well she I'm not an expert on this but yeah she was saying that the normal level is way below what is many people can have the level that many people can have and be mm-hmm. very high functioning and be very happy and feel great yeah um and and that those normal levels I think like I don't know how they're set exactly and they may not they may have been set a while ago and not been changed and there could be there's right. a lot of variables I think that go into it but it's kind of like you know the doctor might look at that and be like oh yeah this is fine and people will be like oh okay then there's nothing really to look at there right. exactly. and then and then you're like okay so it's really just it it, it i think it's kind of it happens so quick it seems like it happens so quickly from what i mm-hmm. what i gathered from you and her that it's sort of interesting that people might just hear that and then be like okay i'm just going to be like this then this is ki- this is kind of what 40 looks like right. when she and you both really interestingly took a pause and said is this, you know, I'm being told this is normal, but is this, you know, is this right. actually what's right? And you're finding that actually there are, there are alternatives, you know, you can right. have, it might not be normal. It might not be right for you. There are alternatives. You can do things to up the levels of different vitamins or hormones or whatever. Right. Um, and you'll feel the difference from yeah. that. And she so did, opt- she definitely did. Right.
1: So again, normal probably then for a doctor is okay. You're not there's not something critically wrong here. That's, I think what their like measure is. There's nothing critically wrong.
0: You're right? not even at risk even, of dying.
1: You're not. Yeah. Like there's, you know, so, and then the difference between that and what's optimal. Right. So yeah, it did, it did delay my, I definitely delayed my looking at that, you know, and, and then the other piece of it too, was I kind of, um, you know, I didn't, again, I didn't really know what I needed. Right. I was. And so when my friend mentioned, um, the B vitamins, um, that kind of was something, but then when I read a book, um, I think the first book I read on gut health was the good gut. I don't remember the author's name right now. Um, but I saw things about the relationship between gut bacteria and hormonal, right. Mm. Hormonal function, um, serotonin Mm. levels, um, you know, addressing fatigue Um, you know, sleep, optimizing sleep, you know, all these things. And then obviously some of the digestive things that come along with gut health. But again, I didn't have any major digestive issues, but I did have some, right? But like, again, there was, again, there was no major issue there. Um, So again, it wasn't like, oh, there's something like totally wrong here. Um, Again, so, but was it optimized, right? And so in the book, so I, the B vitamins, the, um, looking at the impact of stress. Cause then I, I did, I'm like, okay, I'm obviously stress is impacting my gut health. This, mm-hmm. these are the theories I came up with myself, right? Cause I was reading these things. I'm like, you know, that could be the main thing is the level of stress I'm carrying, managing all this stuff, even though I'm thinking I'm managing it all, but I maybe need to incorporate things. Uh, I need to like slow down, give time for me, have some practices for managing stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and really as best as I could, because again, I'm in education. And th- at that point I went into administration and there's no, again, anybody that has a job that's stressful, that you can't make that go away. <laughs> it's just how you, you know, you have to learn how to best respond to it.
0: That's a great point.
1: Um, I think that's at the time I did say that I kind of cut out a majority. Of, I, so there was, I was like, what can I fine tune? Right. Yeah. Cause again, I was doing most of it right. So. Like, were, you know, I had a foundation foundation. So I started to kind of look more detail oriented into things. I did, um, like a 30 day water only, um, experience where I eliminated like, you know, any coffee, any alcohol whatsoever. Um, so I just went water only for 30 days. I started to incorporate, um, you know, supplements that, were like based on supporting gut health, right? Like, so with the goal of, you know, just layering in maybe again, like I didn't have any major deficiencies, but maybe I wasn't optimized in those. So I started layering in supplements, Mm. um, probiotics, prebiotics. I started to realize, uh, you know, with gut health and keeping that like at optimal levels, um, I, where I already was eating really well, like in terms of when I started reviewing foods that are, good for the gut and things to do for the gut i was like okay i'm doing most of this so you know maybe the supplement will layer in and optimize that right yeah i did start to really look at um uh you know getting a little more fine-tuned as far as like getting a wider range of vegetables um Mm -hmm. you know pre pre and probiotics in my foods um you know kind of eliminating um, it, sure. If there was any eliminating like sugar, I didn't have a lot of sugar in my diet, but I, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to really cut that out.
0: Okay. Um, and, and I assume I like have, refined sugar, like you were eating like yeah. fruits and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think too, like in my coffee, um, I was, you know, I had sugar there. I just, all the little places where it showed up still, um, I, you know, try to eliminate completely. And so I, I got really focused for, you know, on those little fine tuned things. Um, so, but the, really it was, you know, the water, the supplementation, the fine tuning of some of the foods that were specifically beneficial for gut health and also, you know, reducing that last bit of like refined sugar that um, might be mm-hmm. impacting um, the gut. And, you know, so that's what I finally started doing. And, and, and then a focused practice for self-care on stress management. Um, again, there's a lot of information out there always about nutrition, exercise, but um, a daily practice of um, meditation, like just, you know, relaxation and, and giving myself, I think the biggest thing was saying I need to give myself permission, not not even permission. I need to treat this like it's a major priority, um, not mm. like as a bonus of yeah. extra thing that Oh, if I have time, I can fit it in. I started to treat it like I have to like get vigilant because this is extremely important because I don't want to continue feeling like I was feeling every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and
0: you know, it's affecting every part of the day. And
1: like I was, you know, like, again, like I, I want to live life. I love to do stuff. Um, (laughs) and when you're in thought, when you have fatigue,
0: you love, know, the, love to hear people say that they love life.
1: Yeah, I love life. I love doing stuff, right? And I like I want to feel um just as good at 4 p.m. as I did at 8 a.m. Which again, prior, I was feeling I was I felt kind of junky all day long. Um, you know, like in terms of never really getting to that feeling of um just clarity, like mental clarity, mental focus, um clean energy, you know, not feeling like again, it's hard to describe if a person hasn't had fatigue, uh, but anybody that's listening that's had fatigue understands it's constant, you know, it's constant feeling drained and, um, and how that impacts your mood and, um, you know, just your thought patterns and sometimes like, even like what you chose to do, you know, like, and again, like I was, you yeah. know, it was not wanted to yeah. continue. And, um, so it 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 was a huge thing, and and again, in terms of the healthcare, like they you know they didn't think I had an issue at all. And again, their definition is I think based on that you don't have a critical illness, um, but but chronic fatigue and low mood is something I think that um, it, it, it it's in your every single part of your day. You know, it's just constantly there, and that's what I was just like, when I started to do stuff and change up things um, you know, I was like, Oh, okay. I I feel, I feel I, I can feel better. Right. And ever since I started feeling better, I was like, okay, I'm going to maintain all of these habits. Like I'm, I'm not going back to that. I'm Mm -hmm. definitely not returning to to that state of mind. And that's where um, I kind of started sharing it as far as like, showing up on social media, I kind of shared my journey along the way. Um, you know, because again, I feel there's a lot of people, especially again, from all the conversations I was having that we think the norm is feeling junky or like feeling we're like, I'm not with disease, but I'm kind of like, I have to be okay with just feeling, you know, this, and, uh, this is just how it is. And this is just how it's supposed to feel. And
0: a lot of people out there that feel that way. Yeah. They really, they really, they're kind of resigned. Um, because
1: I don't think because it, again, it's like, I mean, for, for years, again, this, all that time that I'm speaking of was, was multiple years of time that I felt that way. And, um, you know, through all of that, and again, just being so busy to not be able to attend to it and just not really getting any guidance, Yeah. Um, kind of put it off because I, again, I was, I thought, like you said, like when the doctor said everything looks normal, I was kind of like, I was kind of disappointed when they said that because, you know, where I should feel relieved. It made me feel like shit, you know, like kind of
0: like gas is
1: almost like (laughs) (laughs) gas But like, it was like, uh, this is normal, you know? And so I guess, okay, I guess this is, this is, this is forty, right? Or this is what this is what this stage of life will feel like now. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I I I wanna. I appreciate you sharing that, that. By the way, thanks for thanks for sharing your story and just the vulnerability. Mm-hmm. A couple of things I wanted to go into: a couple of things. Um, cha- the water, cutting out the caffeine and the sugar, the sugary drinks. Um, so I had kind of a similar story. When I was 18, I was diagnosed with ADHD and anxiety. And, um, I had this kind of experience where I didn't, I had to cut out a lot of things for my lifestyle. Cause like I didn't really benefit so much from the medication that, that were, that was available and that I tried. Mm-hmm. And so what I ended up doing was I cut out the coffee that was a, that was a big first step for me. Um, mm-hmm. I cut out coffee and caffeine, um, I cut down on sugar a lot. I found that that, re- I found that that has really helped too, just with like the mm-hmm. highs and the lows of energy. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And I know there's stuff about the glycemic index and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there's even like sugars, like coconut sugar, or whatever that's supposed to be lower, but mm-hmm. lower glycemic, but cut out the coffee, cut out the sugar, introduce some daily meditation, which mm-hmm. was great for just kind of like leveling, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, if you got ADHD or like you can get like, you know, really hyper, you can get stimulated mm-hmm. really easily. That's,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I can get pretty stimulated. So the meditation was kind of this like, that was like leveling cat, cutting out caffeine was leveling.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
0: it was a long. It, I mean, it's been a long, long journey and it's interesting. Like, I think it's, it is very much a long, long journey. Cause I think that once you start that process and you start kind of cutting out these things, then you might find that, Oh, there's like some other things underneath there too. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, um, I, I like how you introduced meditation too. And you, you said, Hey, a lot of it was diet and lifestyle, but a lot of it too, was like making myself a priority, you know, making yeah. my health a priority, making how I was feeling a priority. Um, which is like, you, you know, it's, if it's your doctor is telling you you're fine. And, um, I, I'm not a parent, but my understanding from, Like, you know, I have a mother and eight siblings and Mm -hmm. she, my mom was super busy with all those kids. Mm -hmm. You kind of put your, your kids first a lot of times, right? You put your family first and that's kind of what parents are doing and mothers are doing. And, um, so I think it's just really cool how you put, start, you, you put yourself higher on the priority list or you put yourself first in terms of saying, Hey, you know what? I can't pour, pour from an empty cup here. Like, I'm going to do these things, take these steps that I know that I need to take so that I can be happier. I can show up every day. And I'm de- like, and because I just deserve to feel that way. Um, and you do, you know, I just deserve that feel that way. So I just wanted to re- kind of share that, reflect on that. Um, yes. I had a, you know, it's kind of similar experience. Yeah. yeah. Similar experience. 18, going through different types of medications, trying different things. Yeah. Um, And I think that kind of what, where that, what makes me think of today is, is how people it just kind of like the mindset shifts, I guess, how people are kind of taught to think about their health, how people are taught to think about their mental health today in society versus maybe like what would be like a healthy perspective. Um, and yeah, I'm wondering if you could like reflect on that a little bit, like as a mother, as a wife, you know, as a person who works full time and, you know, like, curious, I kind of what your thoughts are on, on how you, you know, how you prioritize yourself, how you make time for yourself, how you yeah. sort of put yourself first in, well, I think one in your thing, day.
1: I think one of the things is it's just, it is natural when we're younger, um, to, we, our bodies can tolerate a lot more, right? Like we, I think we talked about this when we were chatting, just like, you know, you could, you can, you can do things and get away with it. You don't feel the impact of some of the habits, Right. Um, in your yeah. 20s because your body is still, you know, we're, we're we're still growing, right? We're still, like, in that state, right, of, um, you know, growing, right? So I feel like in your 20s, right, like, the habits that you're doing, like, you know, the little things, right, that you might have to fine-tune later, right? Like, the, you don't have to fine-tune them so much because, like, maybe they're not impacting you as much, um, but if they are yeah. impacting you, you have to be willing to make a shift and when you talk about giving up, you know, the caffeine and I think for a lot of people too, it can be, you know, sugar and, and, and I'm going to throw in alcohol into that mix because as a young person, like those, those things, you know, in your twenties, like those are, those are things that a lot of people are consuming. It can be hard to give those up because there's also like a little bit of like a feeling like I'm giving up the fun, (laughs) you know, like you are. I've talked to a lot of people about giving these things up over the last eight years as, as I as I helped people optimize their their energy levels and their gut health, because those are things you you have to reduce. You know, you might not have to eliminate 100 percent, but you definitely have to bring for most people, bring it back down. You have to bring it down to a low level um, in order to get again, again, not to get to optimization right to get to your best. Um, and those are things that are hard for people to give up as a person that was dealing with fatigue, I couldn't imagine, like, I was like, I was, you know, like, I need mean, like coffee um, was not just in the morning. It was like my afternoon pick me up. Um, and again, where I thought, again, you see a lot of things on there, you know, like coffee's not that, you know, it's not bad. You know, it's not bad. It's not, It's not, and again, it's not hugely awful, but again, I was finding um, that I was spiking myself up and dropping, that it wasn't helping, right? Again, it wasn't, um optimizing my energy levels. If anything, it was compounding the, the fatigue. Um, and it can be hard for people and scary for people to make a shift there with some of these things. Um, so mm-hmm. like doing a 30 day challenge, I always tell people like look, you do this for 30 days. You can you can do anything for 30 days. Yeah. And then at the end, if you decide you didn't like how you felt, we can always go back to it. Right. So Like, don't make it about like feeling you have to give it up, give everything up for life, but give your body a chance to experience Mm -hmm. what it feels like to be free of those things for 30 days. Because most times what happens is you like it. And I'm not saying like you have to go to zero. All right. I mean, there's, there's room to have some of these things. Um, But for most people like it's at a higher level that it is impacting your energy levels your sleep your your mood your, your stress you know these things are impactful and I think as we get older these things become even more impactful on us and it can be hard for people to let go so one of the things that I encourage is like a 30 day approach to some of this stuff so that you can in your mind at least feel like okay like if i if it's absolutely i don't find a benefit but you don't even know what the benefits are until you actually feel them right and so 30 yep. days is enough time that you can actually, your body can actually start to experience the clarity that comes along with really reducing these things. I think we talked about that, right? Like getting to a place where you actually like feel like that compound, um, impact, um, in terms of, who, I,
0: who am I without?
1: Right. Copies. Like what is my, what, what is the potential of my body to actually feel what, like, what can, my body actually feel like you have to maintain something for a while to actually get to the point where you can actually say like, what, what the difference is, right? Like three days of doing something different, a week of doing something different isn't enough. Um, But again, for some people, I find that with giving up certain things, um, especially I'd say alcohol would be a big one for, for adults um, that are used to having like, I need my glass. of I have my glass of wine to unwind or on the weekends or whatever, like, but not recognizing the impact that that has on um, sleep, um, anxiousness, depression, um, energy levels, um, you know, just the body's ability to recover. You know, in, and you know, just all the things that come along with the negative impacts of those things. Um, giving a thirty-day approach, you know, is like okay. I'm not going to ask you to promise me to never do this again, but I can you. You know, are you committed? Uh, to doing 30 days. And again, when I'm helping people, I always tell people like, look, like I'm here to guide you on a path, but like, you know, you have to want that change for yourself. Like you said, like you have to be in a place where you're like, I need to do this for me. Um, And so then when you talk about like, what does it take, you know, for parents and like, or like, you know, being a a parent, like having, being, having a, a busy life, right? Like again, like, parenting, all that kind of stuff. Like one of the things I do want to talk about, because I think this is really important um, because I've seen the success of it. I've seen when it's not successful um, or makes it very much harder is when um, if you you know, are in a home with a, a partner, right? Like if, if you're raising kids with another person um, and you have, because again, like if you're doing it alone, that, that's another challenge, right? It, it can be very challenging for people um, to find the small ways that they can change things with, um, you know, limited time. Um, and that's what I like try to work on with people is like, you know, the you know, changes you can make within a busy, within limited time, within limited, um, options. Right. Cause again, like most people don't have time to all of a sudden, Oh, I'm going to yoga class seven days a week and I'm committing an hour. Cause again, most people that have kids, like that's not, you know, mom or dad getting away from, large periods of time in certain periods of, uh, raising kids is not possible. Um, so it's really important that if you are, have another adult in the home, like to sit down and have a conversation, right. About like, you know, how they can help you, right. With making these changes, you have to be supportive of each other, uh, to do that. It's great when I love helping people that are making positive changes for themselves with their partner that's the best because it's like you know when if you have someone that's there to support you and to be like okay look you know you're gonna go and take care of yourself while i handle this right it, it takes that partnership um it can really help right so mm-hmm. sitting down and having a conversation really talking about your goals and really talking about like where you need the time in your day to be able to do something. Again, you don't need hours to do these things, right? Like, but you do need consistency and consistency comes with small amounts of daily practice. Right. So, mm-hmm. but you have to sit down and, 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 make a plan. Like you have to have not only a plan for yourself, like you have to have a plan and a commitment there. Um, it can't just be if I have time, yes. when I do it. Yeah. You have to make a plan. And if you have a partner having that conversation with your partner and having that support, um, can be a huge help. Um,
0: yeah.
1: So I think that's really important.
0: Um, communication, teamwork, scheduling, scheduling it out. I mean, I typically, you know, meditation time, right. Or, um, you know, meditation time is like, I don't, I, I, I don't know how long it's been, but a while, um, I try not to miss a day you know yeah. do it in the morning and the evening and, and just right. make sure i get it in um what are yeah meditation time diet and exercise i would say um and you know i'm single but i can see how that would be really significant especially for people like you know married couples with kids i can see how that would be really significant or just people with partners like you know the your mood and your mindset and your energy level has such an, an impact on the person that you're with
2: mm-hmm. and you yeah. really
0: you're really so in it you know right. it's a partnership right it's a partnership yeah. it's like hey this is great for both of us to yeah. both be as energetic and healthy as we possibly yeah. can for each other and help support each other in that too
1: yeah. and and my husband and i you know like you know i've shared a lot about my personal experience right and my, where, where I had the challenges and then what I did moving forward, you know, m- my husband at the time too, like he's six years older than me. So he was already like 46, 47 at that time. Okay. Um, you know, when I decided when I went to, I remember going to him and saying like, okay, look, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm going to start doing different. You know, this is what I'm doing. Um, and he was like, you know what? I I, I want to do it with you. Right. Like, let's do this together. Let's do these changes together. Now he had a, a whole bunch of other, you know, his, the things he, you know, cause he felt too, same thing. Like I'm losing my best, you know, I was also like, you know, I'm in a place where I don't want to be and I want to regain and get back to or get better than I was before. Um, so it was great because we both, um, we both were like feeding off each other and supporting each other on those things. And and so that we both, um, had what we needed to, to do those things. And, um, So that was great. And, um, again, that might not be the case for everybody. And again, you can, you don't need a partner to do it with you and there's always a way, but it's like, um, you know, I've also worked with couples that, you know, one person was the one kind of starting really, you know, making some changes and doing things. And then the partner seeing the success of the other person is like, you know, Oh, okay. And get me and, on board. And then the positive, you know, what I love seeing is how when one person in a family is making changes, how then it, it, it impacts and inspires the other person, even though at first, cause I, I'd say the norm and I don't want to be like too stereotypical, but from my experience of working with people over the last eight years, um, typically it's, I'm working with a woman first and, and that maybe is because I'm a woman and you know, women are like reaching out to somebody who's, you know, in the similar that they mm-hmm. can relate to. And then, and the husband might be like, you know, the typical, um, you know, hardworking guy. That's like, you know, like just whatever, you know, he's just doing his thing and like, you know, not really seeing, you know what I mean? Like just, I've had a lot of that situation where there, there, there might be drinking the monster energy drinks going like, you know, to the hard job, not sleeping well at night, maybe not eating the best, Right. But then the wife starts to like, have positive changes and they're noticing the positive changes. And then they're like, okay, you know what? I think I want to like make some changes like you're changing. And then they get on board with, with starting to take care of themselves. Because I I definitely say that in terms of self-care and wellness, I think um, a lot of men put off that more typically than a woman puts it off and Mm -hmm.
2: ignore
1: signs of things not going right for a long time. Uh, before they might be like, they might get, let themselves get to that critical stage before they're like, Oh my God, I need to make a change. Right. Hmm. Um, and you know, and then the impact it has on their children, right? So when mom and dad are feeling better and they're getting healthier and they're making better habit choices that then they're making those better choices for their, for their children. And so like it impacts so many people, Right. Um, when someone starts to make those positive changes and starts incorporating those healthy habits and, and it kind of like starts impacting the people around for their
2: mm-hmm.
1: wellness to improve as well. And I love seeing that like chain reaction of, of, um, when one person decides and how it can positively impact the whole family. Yeah. My parents, um, you know, still we, yeah. we, we ate at home. Everything was cooked from scratch. My parents didn't have, my mom didn't have a microwave microwave, like, um, until I moved out of the house, uh, you know, so wow. In so some sense, you know, in some sense, you know, it's like that the, the benefit, the old school had it right with like, you know, cook from scratch, grow vegetable. I mean, we grew vegetables, uh, at home. Like they had a garden. Um, we had, you know, homemade food. Yes. Uh, so there wasn't so much process. Like we had some process. Like we had, you know, I, you know, eighties kid. I know I remember having Tang. I remember having Kool-Aid, like the sugary drink, um, but maybe that was balanced really well because like, in terms I of breakfast cooked at home, dinner cooked at home, um, you know, m- meals prepared, um, from scratch. And so where they didn't have like, but so much has changed. Right. Um, but I look back and think I was lucky to be raised in a home that I wasn't getting, you know, a processed foods. Um, and then I don't know if that, you know, I know that there, that was already out like TV dinners and all, that was a thing already. But I think maybe cause my parents were immigrants and like not so much they, you know, their culture of like what they had that they, they, they stuck with that, you know, and they, they continued the same type of thing where yeah they ate in the same ways. Um, but yeah, like they definitely, my dad's still like, you know, he's, uh, you know, they have a whole different thing. And I think that's been a, a, something that with our, with, you know, Gen X, millennials, Gen Z, it's, what are all the different things? Um,
0: it's people- cool because it goes back to what you're talking about, thinking for yourself and yeah. doing your own research, you know, like in your own, like, it's kind of like, the, whatever is the established way of doing something doesn't necessarily have to be be the way that you do it. And you very much kind of like, it sounds like took that same philosophy and you said, you know what, I'm going to look into this myself. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to figure out, you know, what might be right for me. Um, I have, so two other questions I want to ask you One of them, I want to talk about your work and your, you know, how you're helping people. And then I wanted to talk about just to kind of revisit some of those changes that you made. And there, you know, So you talked about you had some fatigue and low mood and that, that lasted for several years as you were doing this research, and yep. sort of figuring out, okay, what changes can I make? And then so you made supplementation changes, you made diet changes, you cut out the sugar, you cut out the coffee, at least for a bit. Um, integrated meditation practice. Yeah, I wonder if you can just go into that a little bit for us and help us understand what maybe there's some overlap, but what do you think each of those did? How do you think each of those helped you and still is helping you? Um, Yeah. Break that down a little bit for us. That's kind of the first, sure. first question I have about that.
1: So, um, you know, as I started finding some information, right, again, by reading things and kind of, kind of targeting what I was feeling, like the fatigue was the main thing I, you know, I looked at in terms of like natural ways to support fatigue, right? Like I would <laughs> look at all the things and just like, okay, like, what am I going to implement? Um, I think, um, when I started looking into the supplementation, um, I, for a while, you know, I would go, we have a, you know, most towns have like a natural, you know, a store with, we have a place called Lassen's here in Ventura that has, um, you know, wide variety of, of supplements and things, um, that you can actually, maybe you can ask people, right. And they like, versus going to like, (laughs) bonds <laughs> for supplements. But so I cuz I I went and I would I would talk and I would say, "Hey, you know, I'm this is my age, this is what I'm dealing with. What do you recommend?" But honestly, when I would go into those stores, like the and I think this is something a lot of people feel too is like there are shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves of stuff. Like it is like, you know, like absolute sea of stuff, right? So I was just always like, Oh my God, like, what do I start? What do I try? And I would buy some things I would, you know, I got recommended like a multivitamin. I got recommended, um, like a B complex, you know, I, I don't remember now exactly all the different things that, you know, but I would buy some things. I would come home. I would put, you know, I would start taking them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't really notice anything. And then I would stop taking them. Right. And then I would go on and then I'd go back to the store again and be like, you know, so somehow I would just try things and take things. Um, but I wouldn't really notice a, a needle change. Right. So I was always looking for like a needle change. Like yeah, if I'm not feeling a needle change, then like, I don't really know if it's doing anything, you know? And, and then I would forget to take it. Right. Cause I'm just like, kind of like, you know, I'm not really not noticing a difference. So like, so eventually, like, I kind of had, like, what most people have. You open up that cabinet, and there you have, like, a menagerie of bottles. <laughs> and um, yep. to be honest, I wasn't really finding much change. Um, and so I kind of actually stopped buying things. And that's when my friend had mentioned about the B12 shots. I thought, well, maybe maybe I should try that. I remember like thinking like, okay, how do I, how do I get hold? Like, what a, what a point, who do I need to like, you know, what do I need to tell my doctor to get that recommend re- recommendation? Cause I, she did get that as a, you know, through her medical doctor, right. Like uh, recommended or she asked for it. I don't know. That was, again, I was like, well, how are you getting that? Like yeah. who, who, you know, um, but I remember her telling me that, but then I was also like, kind of like, oh, it's an appointment I have to get to. And it's so like, you know, you have to go get it. And like, I'm just like, uh, um, so I was trying different things. And again, I was continuing conversations with people and I really was like looking for people to recommend, you know, like, uh, you know, I, what I wanted to, someone I knew to tell me like something that might be moving the needle for them, that they would feel something. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then that's when I came across a friend who was using a supplement system that was like kind of an all in one system that was um, everything together in one system it, that addresses like multivitamin, probiotic, fiber, um, you know, things for the clarity and focus, things for the energy, kind of everything designed to be kind of a, a like a one system that can address gut health and then nutrient, um, optimization and like the whole picture.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, when they first shared it with me, you know, I was like at that place where I was kind of actually kind of like supplements aren't really doing anything.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: So I kind of, at first was like, "Mm," you know, tired of trying things and not getting um, good results, but I continued to talk with her and I continued to kind of actually experience, see the changes in her. Um, and she was like me, she was a mom I knew from, um, uh, our preschool when our kids were in preschool together. And so i saw, so I'd met her and knew her and I knew her as someone that, um, you know, was living a similar life, similar age, similar, you know, um, responsibilities, similar things. And I continued to see her. Um, she seemed different to me. She seemed like more like radiant. And, and so I was like, you know what? Okay. I'm going to, Um, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to try it. But then I was, I kind of put it off for a while because again, rabbit wheel, like, you know, just, I think it was like, when I look back, I think it was like five months of a gap time between the time I had a first conversation with her. And I finally, you know, started that supplement system and,
0: uh, I'm the same way, by the way.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it was, I think December is when I talked to her the first time and then, you know, it was Christmas was happening and all of that. And then like, um, but I, I, I started really, you know, looking into it more and I, you know, I, it, it, you know, she talked to me more. And again, I, I noticed that she seemed like she was one of the people I would talk to about our, our common um, tiredness and exhaustion. And she actually had, I think a little bit even more issues going on. Cause I think she did have some, some health conditions, Uh, that were autoimmune. Um, Yeah. You know, that she was getting some help for with medicine, but like, so I knew that she had it maybe even like, you know, that she was dealing with some things that were even, you know, I guess what they don't consider normal. And and she was getting, I think it was thyroid stuff. Um, So she was just, you know, I finally had an opportunity to talk to her in person. And, uh, you know, after I was with her in person and really could see that she like seemed different in terms of like the fatigue part, um i was like okay yeah i'm getting i'm I'm gonna try it and so Mm -hmm. that's when my husband had the conversation with my husband and then i'm like let's just order the product together and we'll try it together and um and we started really not really you know i looked at the ingredients i saw all the different things that were in it but i really didn't you know i again it had a lot of things that were different but also um things that I had tried before, you mm-hmm. know, multivitamins, probiotics, fiber, like, you know, I mean, these are all things I had in the the menagerie, menagerie <laughs> <laughs> stuff. So I, I, I went into it kind of like not with high expectations and stuff. But, you know, within, within the first week, I, I, I felt a massive shift. And it was, it was, to be honest, it was like, made me want to literally cry because I for the first time in years felt I woke up in the morning and felt good and I was going through the day and not having the constant tape in my head of like god I'm just tired and when's the day gonna be over when do I get to go to bed and um I remember um like
0: that's amazing.
1: There was uh that week we it was like I remember thinking like this is going to be the test week to see if this is really something that's cuz I at first when I started feeling better I was like oh my god what if this doesn't last what if this is just temporary what if this is just a moment in time and I was like oh like you know and I I also was yeah. like I think off cuz I started it like on a
0: honeymoon weekend. period.
1: Yeah, I started it on a weekend because when I start things I like to um you know, kind of be able to focus on it. And so I started on a weekend when it was, I didn't have a lot on my plate, so I could kind of pay attention to things versus being in like the crazy town work week. But that week at work, I remember like I had, you know, work. And then my kids, my boys had, I had three evening um, responsibilities that week, including running um, a science fair for my school um, and, and then being the snack bar mom for my boys' baseball and I forget what the third thing was, but I remember thinking like, if I feel good through this week, with having to get up at you know before six a.m. and and go all day until nine p.m. If if it can if I'm feeling a difference with that, then I'm like you know I'm gonna be super excited. And um, and that week came and went, and I felt fantastic. And I wow was like, okay, then I started like going like, why is this different than everything else I've tried? And yeah, I started to do, yeah, because I was like, what's making the difference here? And and part of it, that's when I learned that like, again, like a lot of the things, again, unfortunately, <laughs> there's a lot in when it comes to supplements, again, like there's a lot of people I've come across, including how I was, where I felt like supplements didn't really make a difference um, because I'd never noticed a tangible difference in the fatigue department. And when I was taking B complex, I really still wasn't noticing anything. Mm -hmm. I was taking probiotic and I still wasn't noticing anything was, is that, you know, supplements are not regulated in the U S. And so you can get uh, there's, and again, there's a gazillion products and a lot of things are not of optimal quality and optimal absorption and, you can get a lot of things that even though it looks like it's, you know, uh, high quality and high it, it's not. And so
2: mm-hmm.
1: really it was finding something that finally worked in that. So, I mean, I was relieved with that um, because again, like I was running out of things I could do different. And with, even with the probiotics, yeah. like when I started taking probiotics, it took me, you know, I really wasn't noticing the difference in the fatigue side of it. I was getting some benefit through like some digestive stuff, but I really wasn't moving the needle in the main area that I was dealing with, which was that um, fatigue. So that was a huge, um, I mean, again, that made the biggest, that moved me, that almost was like a 180 experience. And I literally was like, I can't believe how great I feel. And that was like, you know, again, like it made me want to cry with happy tears because it had been so long that I had that constant thing. And then from there, I...
0: And you felt, let's go into how you felt, like you felt not... How did you feel? You feel not tired? You felt like you felt happier? I just felt
1: naturally good. Like I it's, and that's yeah. the thing is like I felt like I had felt at one period in my life. It had been so long that I felt that way that I honestly forgot what it felt like to wake up refreshed and to go through your day, just feeling good, feeling clear, feeling good energy, not feeling like you need a pick me up and not feeling like you're dropping down, not feeling like you're like, Oh, if I could take a nap, I would. Yeah. Um, you know, and not feeling like counting down the hours to bed. Like it just, I just felt good. And I, I hadn't felt like that in so long that like, I, I honestly, like it was just like, I, I just felt like a factory, I guess, factory reset. (laughs) Like back to when, um, you know, I just felt good. Like before children, before, uh, even probably before like, you know again, it's hard to say. I, I look back in my life and think like about that just good, great energy, you know, in clarity and focus, and just feeling great and not feeling like I needed something to um, bring, you know, to, to get that, you know, just feeling good. And then, secondly, um, for me, again, uh, my sleep, um, you know, I was falling asleep when it was time to put my kids to bed at like eight o'clock, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 all I wanted was a little bit of alone, like time for myself as an adult or time with my husband, because I worked with children as, as my profession, I was with children all day long and the energy that kids, <laughs> anybody that's a parent or again, works in education, you're around children, they can be exhausted. They're high demand. Like I was teaching kindergarten. They, you know, three of them will try to talk to you at the same time because they don't even register. Like you can only listen to one person at a time. So, I mean, it's just, I was with kids all day, kids all day. And so I just wanted to have, you know, get my kids to bed and now I can, you know, sit with my husband or hang out or, you know, just have a little bit of me time. Do you, you know, like that was the only time of my day that I could get that. But when I would put my kids to bed, like, literally, I would lay there and be like, don't fall asleep, don't fall asleep, don't fall asleep. Like, I would fall asleep. I would, you know, I'd be out. And then my husband yeah. would come. He was, he was more like he would, he could stay up later, but then he would toss and turn all night, but he would wake up early anyways. So he just was, like, not getting much sleep, sound sleep, but it was more like he would stay up later, wake up earlier, and, like, kind of up and down throughout the night where... I would fall asleep at eight and literally then he'd come tap me on the shoulder and be like, come to bed. I'd like just walk back to bed and then I'd sleep through the night um, and wake up in the morning and be like, you know, please let me hit the snooze button. But I was, but that's like eight, eight, 10 hours of sleep, eight to 10 hours of sleep and still feeling that way. So the other big shift that happened was, Um, and again, and I also, again, when like wasn't, you know, I had already done some of the other things with like sugar and all that stuff, but like this was like, where I actually like felt good. And then I would go to sleep. I I would stay up later. I actually wasn't falling asleep with my kids (laughs) and I still felt good. And I could like hang out with him and stay up a little later. And then I would go to sleep. I would sleep. I would still sleep quality. I was, you know sleeping probably deeper I guess. I don't know because yeah. it was I wasn't waking up a lot through the night um before but like I and then I remember that you know starting to wake up in the morning almost before my alarm.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I remember the first times it wow. happened I just wake up and be like I feel ready to get out of bed. I feel good. Like I'm feeling refreshed. Like what is this? Like I got and, and so I was sleeping more seven to eight hours, right? Versus like eight to 10, but I was waking up feeling good. And I was just like, so that was a huge, I mean, again, that was where I, the fatigue was the main thing I was wanting to fix. And that was what I finally fixed. I finally Amazing. fixed the fatigue, the mental clarity, the focus, the dragging, the, you know, getting a normal balance of, um sleep and actually waking up and feeling refreshed. and I started to get other benefits as well I started noticing other things. Um, certainly over at over time, I started noticing, you know even more better digestion, my skin. Uh, you know, I could start to see changes in my skin, my hair like nutrient wise. Wow. I was definitely noticing the nutrient benefits and it's getting like feeling like my skin was glowing more, my hair was growing better. Stuff like that, um, my mood better, but I think my mood was really related to just the constant exhaustion. Um, that I was like depressed about it. So I think my mood issues were more yeah. related to like the fatigue. And once that went away, like you know, my mood was like not impacted like that. Um, and I just noticed, you know, again, I just finally noticed a difference. And so from there, I continued. I'm I'm constantly like looking for, you know, because optimi- again, to me, it's all about optimizing. And, you know, now I'm getting close to 50 and now I'm like looking at ways I want to make sure that I'm optimizing, um, things for my hormones, which again, I think the hormone health, um, through gut health is a huge thing, but I know that there's still other things that I could do and incorporate. And, uh, Obviously also then with the the elimination of fatigue, I found myself much more even like exercising and and squeezing in a workout um, or squeezing in something to do physically became much less about forcing myself to do it. And it felt more like my body wanting to do it because my body felt better. So I, because I know that's another big battle for people, right? Like when you're stuck in the fatigue cycle, you know, people say, well, just work out and that'll help you with energy. Yes. Exercise helps with energy. Absolutely. But when you're dealing with chronic fatigue, getting over that mental, like the mental willpower it takes to, to do something is so much harder. And yes, I'm all about like, you know, be consistent and committed. Don't rely on motivation, right? Like, You know, you got to have a habit of just being, uh, you know, doing the work and the discipline. But it became much easier to be disciplined with that because my body actually was like feeling like I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Let's go do something. Let's like I want to go work out. I want to do something. I want to move my body because my body felt um, that better energy. It wasn't like my body wants to, like, I'm doing everything to keep myself from laying down. Right. My body was saying, let's, let's, let's move it. Let's do something. So that was a huge factor in kind of, again, going from okay with my exercise, cause I was still doing it. Um, but the consistency and being able to actually, like, I felt like I was able to push harder and like, just be way more consistent. I optimize it again. So yeah. it was kind of optimizing the, the exercise side of things because it was less of a mental battle, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So nutrition was getting the right nutrients. What was what made a huge impact for you? It sounds like, and that's such a, such a rationale for such a sort of like a justification for supplementation right. because, you know, you're healthy. You had a great yeah. you had great diet. You had optimized right. your diet, you had incorporated more fruits and vegetables. You had cut out the alcohol. Right. You had done and and you had done so much. Pretty much yeah. everything you could do, right? You talked to your right. doctor and you were like, "Okay, like what is it? Something's got to give here." And it was yeah. literally like beyond what you're eating in your diet, beyond the exercise, beyond all that that your body was wanting for something and some supplementation to get you the nutrients you needed was yeah. what made a huge impact on your overall mental health and yeah. your physical health.
1: Yeah. And I, I, you know, sometimes I, in my mind, the analogy, I start to realize like what, you know, in terms of how my body felt before and after finding the right supplements and finding supplements that actually were, you know, um, cause again, that's a huge challenge uh, in our system because there is so much, up. I, I can't stand how, and this is not just in supplements, but I just, I, it's with like toothpaste, it's with um, <laughs> sunscreen, it's with hair care products. It's with like, I, I can't stand that there's just so much out there that is not good that the consumer yeah. has to, you know, like you have to like, you know, dig through the crap. Um, and that that the, you have to funny.
0: do that work that you could put something in your body. That's literally like not what it says. Yeah. And that's terrible for you. Right. And it's yes. advertised as a health product. And it's like, it's like, that's a possibility, you know, that's yeah. like able to be on the shelf. I, I, right. I couldn't agree with that more.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's so
1: funny because it's like, and like, especially with like supplements and things like sunscreen, um, you know, sunscreen, like you're, you're literally trying to do something good for yourself to protect yourself, but some sunscreens actually you're, you damn you're, you're causing damage. And yep. the fact yep. that companies can put something out like that to me again, is like BS. <laughs> and, yeah. And it's and very, ama-
0: tra- it's a very American thing. A lot of, um, like yeah. a lot of other, countries, other countries, not that way. Not,
1: that's not possible so much. And, um, there's a, there's less of that. So
0: my sister, Elizabeth, you know, I... and she said, uh, one day she asked the, uh, butcher, is this, um, b- is this a, uh, steak or is this beef grass fed? And the, the guy said, what else would you feed it? <laughs> right.
1: Right. <laughs> that's another thing we, you know, even in that area, like just the fine tuning of stuff, like we stopped getting our, our, our meat from the grocery store. We and th- luckily we're just lucky to have it. We have a really high quality butcher, like a block away from us. So, um, I started, love that about it,
0: California.
1: Yeah. But again, like, you know, it, it, I, I definitely say, you know, like it's, you know, it it's, you know, where it's more expensive. The thing is, is I find that like the value of what you're getting is just so worth it. And like, once we shifted over, I couldn't shift back. I was like, oh my God, like not only do I, I can ob- taste the difference in the quality of the meat, you know, I I just feel so much better putting it in my body,
0: yeah.
1: um, you know, so yeah, like just all of those types of things. So like, you know, Would finding you know a little bit
0: into like what you're doing now for, um, you know, like, uh, yeah, like, you know, you and I met via social media, via TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and, would you share a little bit about how you're helping, um, people kind of for going through a similar journey as what you went through and just a little bit about, about that and how you're helping and maybe about like content that you create and everything like that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, my experience, um, again, I feel like my answers were found, you know, by social media, YouTube, reaching out to friends, asking people, um, and so And I found that so many people are dealing with so many similar things, again, through all my conversations with my friends and stuff. So as I started to do things, I I wanted to share what I was doing. So I wanted to be, I wanted just to use my social media to, again, maybe someone's going to scroll across my content and go, huh, I never thought about that before. I'm going to look into that, right? Like, because that's how I found the answers for myself was that route, like finding others that were putting out information and, and that, that helped me point me in the right direction. So as I started to, um, you know, try things, do things, I, you know, I was already on social media at that time. Facebook was all I was on really. Um, but I wanted to share that journey, you know, with other people because I felt like that's how I had found some of the, you know, like my answers. So I wanted to be able to share what was happening with me, um, to maybe again, whether it's just someone going like, you know what, I'm not going to pour from empty cup. And today I'm going to do something for me, whether it's as simple as inspiring someone to, to prioritize themselves. Um, or you know helping someone point them in the direction of something they never heard of gut health before because again before i started uh you know i I, no one was telling me fatigue gut health at that time it was like i wasn't getting that information from medical like when i went to you know and said hey i'm tired all the time oh everything's fine right so i was like maybe there's other people that my age that also like this is the first time they might be hearing
0: yeah. that it generally does help
1: the relationship between, you know, you know, signs of fatigue, first of all, signs of gut, poor gut health. I didn't know any of what, that. I had no information on that. So I wanted to start to share what I was learning with others to at least not to be an expert in the field. Cause I don't ever like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a natural path. I'm not a nutritionist, you know, but I wanted to show up as someone that was a person dealing with these things that what I was learning and, and to inspire other people to take on their own learning with it to put it in their own like to not feel like I have to suffer, right? Like to to inspire people to start looking at these things, if they're feeling these things, pointing them in the right direction, that kind of thing. So I started to put a lot of wellness content on my page. Love, um,
0: love that. Love your content. Love your love your page, by the way.
1: Yeah. And so, and I started helping, you know, as people, you know, I, I like to approach it as, as people reach out to me, you know, I was there to help in any way I could, whether that's, they're asking for a book recommendation. They're asking me about the supplements I'm using. They're asking me about, you know, stress management. Um, you know, they're asking me about content creators that I follow that put up because I do follow natural paths and, you yeah. know, people. you know, so I just wanted to be there to be a resource in whatever I could help with. I enjoy having an opportunity to be part of the conversation that can might reach somebody to help them um, maybe go, Oh, that sounds like me or, Oh, you know, I, I need to do something for myself today because I'm putting myself off or again, like just being part of that influence. Um, because to me it is, um, there's nothing more important. Right. So then I started branching into Instagram and TikTok and, um, but I love just using social media. Uh, again, there's a lot of bad side to social media. Um, again, as an educator, like I, you know, th- you know, digital citizenship and the the bad things about social media and the impact, um, on, on people, but there's so much good there too. And so Mm -hmm. I use my social media to share positivity, number one, um, to be, uh, because when I'm on social media, I want to see positive content, you know, um, things that are helpful, things that are inspiring, things that are, you know, like, that's how I craft my social media and that's the kind of content I follow. So, that's really, you know, I, I like to be part of that. And I like to put that kind of stuff out there. I like to kind of like where some people that um, I feel like are very positive in nature find themselves in a place where they're like, oh my God, I have to get off of social media because social media is so icky. To me, I am like, I am not going to pull myself off because then we're, what, what are we leaving for people to see, right? We're leaving the, the muck. And I think the people that show up to social media, again, I don't think everyone needs to be on social media. If you don't like being on social media, then you don't need it, right? Also, you don't have to follow anybody that you don't like their content, right? So, like, I'm very vigilant to make sure that I'm not, like, you know, if I see something I don't like, I'm not following. I'm blocking, you know. I'm keeping – I want to keep the the things I'm consuming on social media to be – uh, what I want to see. And that's nice. That's a nice part of social media. You you have control over that. Like you don't, you're not being forced. Right. But I also want to be part of um, make sure that there's, cause I, I love like TikTok, man, I got like, when that came out, you know, I thought it was like, you know, all about the teenagers because my kids are now teenagers. Right. So I didn't come to TikTok until 2020 when everything shut down and, uh, and my kids were talking, my daughter was talking about TikTok a little bit and I was like, okay, I'm going to check it out and I'm going to go in and see what it is. And I started coming across content that I was like, oh my God, like, this is awesome. Like I blown away by, um, the, the, the comedy,
0: the talent,
1: the artists, the singers, like people, the outlet of, uh, the way that there's so many talented people out there, right? There's so, there's so many, there's so much value people can share on social media. And I, started finding such great content. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to start creating here. And, um, you Love know, that. I mean, I don't have, a, I don't feel like a talent so much as like, it was just another place to to put out content. And I, I actually started seeing that, Oh, okay. This isn't just,
0: it was resonating with people,
1: teenagers dancing, right. There's a lot of great content, um, you know, in short, short form video that can be created that, that is engaging and informative and, Um, I love following the people on there. Like I, 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 one of my favorite types of content is like the, the people that are doing, that are using social media to like crowdsource money to make a massive impact somewhere or with certain people. Like to me, like, I'm like, what an awesome use of influence on social media to like grow an influence of that, that people can crowdfund and, make a like a direct impact on somebody's life. Like
2: yeah.
1: I love that content. Cause it, yeah. again, in the end of the day, we see things on social media that are heartbreaking. Um, you know, we, we, that seems to happen every week where there's a heartbreaking story and something to be, um, to look at and go, gosh, you know, like, you know, how can these things go on in society? And then, and so I need that positive, like, I want to see that positive content. I want to see the good news
0: um you, you are know. yeah you are a very positive voice on social media and your your story is like one of positivity which is why I reached out which is why I wanted to chat with you because yours is a story that has this like happy ending that yeah you know and that's just like encouraging to hear yeah you know
1: I mean, it's you know and anything can happen at any time. Right. But like, but I, I know now for life, you know, my goal is to, to optimize my wellness a- at every chance I can. Right. So, cause I want to live, um, a quality life as long as possible. And, you know, there's some things we're not in control of. Right. And, but there's a lot we are in control of. Right. Mm-hmm. There's, there's things, um,
0: what you put that, in your body yeah, is cont- one of those, but, ones. but
1: there's a whole heck of a lot of things we can control. And, you know, my goal is to not have to use my medical insurance. <laughs> you know, like, But again, like there's not, you know, I mean, there's certain things like my appendix almost burst, right? Like there's like uh, there's, that stuff happens, right? But how to get medical treatment for that, how to get it removed. But in terms of all the lifestyle related um, illness, there's a lot of connection there. There's a lot of things that um, can be prevented. Um, and why not take control of like everything before, you know, y- before it's not normal, right? Like, so go for optimization, don't settle for normal. And like, um, I know that's how I want to live my life. And, you know, I get inspired by, you know, also I follow people on social media that are like, you know, 70 and 80s 80, 80 years old, and they're like ripped and like still working out and strong. And like, it's like, you know. I think back to my grandma and, you know, I think back to, you know, even my mom, I mean, she's doing well, but like, it's like you, there's an optimal level that can be reached, you know, even in your seventies and eighties. And that's like how I want to be, you Mm -hmm. know? So, um, you know, I find a lot of inspiration through other people's content. I continue to like, you know, add in things, you know, and I appreciate you sending me the, um, tinctures, I actually like had it right next to me. So I was like, um, wanted to make sure we talked about that too. Um, because you know, the power of,
0: Did you things- get calm before this podcast?
1: I didn't, I, I didn't use the calm before the, I, I tend to use the calm in the evening, right? Like, um, I, the refocused tincture is something I like in the day. Right. So I've started incorporating that. I, again, like, I just like incorporating, you know, like different things, right? Everything, there's a lot of things to gain. There's a lot of little fine tuning things that you can do to, um, add value to your wellness. Right. And, and still things to refine in terms of elimination, right? Like, mm. I mean, I've pretty much eliminated most bad habits and most things that are like, you know, if used frequently, you know, are, are, Bad, But, um, (laughs) you know, I still know that there's things out there, right? So I'm always, like, a person that's, like, um, liking to try new things and also, you know, again, feeling the difference for myself, right? Like, I think anybody out there that is incorporating new habits and stuff, you know, keep trying things and and then keep the things that are moving the needle, right? Because there's no way to unfortunately there's no way to like maybe the first time you pick something right you might not end up with something that is working for you and so you know as much as there's studies and things like that and scientific data at the same time your scientific data will be what you experience right and and so you have to be open to giving things a a chance and then if it's like okay Oh, I didn't feel a needle change here. And okay, now I'm gonna try something different. Right. Um,
0: your body knows.
1: Yeah. Your body knows. And you should, you know, you want to experience something for yourself because again, from one person to the next person, you know, to the next person, um, you know, that might not be the same exact solution. So, you know, it's important to just be open to, you know, you know, doing your own little science experiments. And, and what I like to do is I, when I do incorporate something new, I, I only change that one thing. I don't try to like add in multiple things at the same time, because then you wouldn't, if you are experiencing positive change, um, you won't be able to for sure know which change it was. So like, I like to approach things like a 30 day cycle of one new thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Um mm.
1: And then kind of journal out like and be paying attention to and looking, you know, just listening to your body. Um,
0: how have you been internally- I'm glad to hear that you've been using the for focus. Um how are you how have you been using that? Like how, how have you been finding it? How been you have how have you been using it during the day?
1: So typically I would just drop what I like about it, it's like just drop under the tongue. I love easy stuff, right? Like um, I hold it, you know, 20 seconds in the, in the mouth. And then I just, and I'm doing that in the morning before I go to work. Right. Um, just as another layer of something for the, you know, the clarity and the focus, um, and just layering that in. Right. And it's, you know, one of those things that I, I, what it's been about like two weeks. I think it's been about two weeks that I've been using it because I, um, when I first got it, I think I was finishing up something else that I didn't want to like, Again, I didn't want to, like, start something and not be able to do, like, due diligence yeah. on that one piece. Because I like knowing what made the difference, right? So um, I still have quite, like, probably, like, a half a bottle to go here. But, yes, I'm enjoying it. Nice. Yeah.
0: So for people that are listening, um, how can they find you? How can they get connected with you? What's the best way to yeah, to stay up on on what you're doing and yeah, just to connect?
1: It's Instagram and TikTok is where you can find me. Instagram, I'm at Claudia Stepin, my first and last name on TikTok, I'm at Thriving with Claudia. Mm-hmm. Um so uh my content on those pages are is all focused on on wellness, um mostly geared towards um, you know, working working, you know, busy working, family, parents, that kind of thing, people in my age group, my content, because again, I'm sharing what I'm actually living. You know, I'm not, again, I'm trying to just be um, an example of um, someone putting into practice things that, you know, again, I'm I'm not a natural path. So I, I, if someone's asking me detailed questions about certain things like that, I'm always then I'm just saying, you know, I recommend going to a path because yeah. that's something I didn't do. Yeah. That's something that I didn't do and I didn't, you know, even think of at the time. Um, and so, you know, like I am really a person there that's just a person living the experience, right? Like the experience of a, of a person trying to find solutions for things and sharing what I've learned and sharing the things that, that are working for me and being there to... Um, You know, I, I I like when people message me, I have, like, I want to be able to answer people's questions to the best I can again, through a person that's really a, a person that's just experienced some things, but there's some things that I might not have an answer for, Mm -hmm. but I at least would be able to point someone in a, in a direction that might be, um, beneficial for them. And then I, through both of those pages, I do have, um, like a wellness email that I, that I put out that people can, um, you know, sign up for and get ongoing content. If you don't like, you know, scrolling back through like all the things on social media, because that's the thing about social media is like, you know, so what I did with that know, what kind of stuff um, do
0: you share in there and your wellness email?
1: So I just try to focus in on, um, you know, the different things again, that I do put on my Instagram and TikTok, but in more of like, you know, bite-sized pieces that, um, people can get over time. Um, I've, I've put in things about like signs of poor gut health and the things I've learned there, recommendations for books, um, that are great resources. Again, I think, um, self-education and reading books, I guess maybe because I'm an educator, like I'm all about reading books and getting books that, that, you know, like, you know, a book is ten to fifteen dollars. So if 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 you want to start with something that is low cost, right, like you're not looking to start spending a bunch of money, I I always write and again, just for the knowledge, right? Books are great. And um even you know might even be able to get through your library or things like that. But um I've put together, you know, you know, five different high value strategies that I found for addressing gut health. Um, I've put together things around stress management and, you know, examples of simple meals. Um, because again, even though I'm not a nutritionist, you know, like the things I put into play in my life um, that are, um, I'm not a person, here's what I never was. I, I when someone like is like, you know, with rec- uh, recipes, I'm like, I don't have time to learn recipes. Like, I don't have time to like re- recipes um, because, what I like to focus on is um, building a foundation of meal options that are really not about a recipe, right? Like um, fast and simple, right? Because I think again, my target audience are people that are needing high value, like habits that aren't about, you know, a lot of time, right? Committing a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, same for the the tips I do around exercise. Um, You know, I focus in on the things that worked for me, which, again, was things like I tried for a long time to incorporate big exercise routines into my life. And what I found was I could be consistent for a while and then I drop off um, Mm -hmm. because uh, because of the many responsibilities in my life. So what I and I found myself if I then didn't do those things, I did nothing like like limited. So what I found for me that worked was you know, you don't have to have an hour workout routine to create change for yourself. And so it took me a while to figure that out. Yeah. Like, if I, I like um, micro, like, My- doses. Yeah, of, micro
0: habits, of micro, micro doses.
1: Habits, right? Like, so every day I can very, I can get in 15 minutes. It's, you can get in a nice workout with free weights in 15 minutes.
0: 100%. I did one last night. 100%. Did a 20 minute right? yoga like, class. you don't
1: need yeah, like you don't need like an hour, right? And I think a lot of people don't hear that message. I think a lot of people hear like you got to go to the join the gym and and join the challenge where you're working out an hour five days a week. And most people are looking at like, oh my god, like, yeah. and then they can maybe do that for the eight week challenge. But after that, then life is hitting you again. So I like to share things around exercise that work for me in terms of like what can you do? Short, focus, high, like weight weights at home. 15 minutes, create a base, like, okay, so that's like, create a base habit that you can do no excuses every day. 15 minutes, you have that time. Then on the days you do have extra time, on a weekend, like today, I'm going to be able to get in a hike, right? Um, Maybe a day I might get home from work early, I might be able to go to a yoga class or do something longer at home. So build that base of short things that you can do to create consistency, you can make, even if you don't add in anything else to that, it's the consistency of doing something every day, you will find results, Mm -hmm. I find results with just that base. And then if I have extra time, I can add in more. So for a long time, I would try to just do the X, like, try to do the big things. And then I could do it for a while. But then all of a sudden, if something came up, or something major happened, where now my attention is totally doing something different or I'm, um, you know, then it's like, uh, there's no base. Right. Um, and then I would have to like start mm. over again. So I feel like, um, that's such
0: a good point. Again, yeah. Content,
1: yeah. So my content focuses on, you know, little I things. I think that's a hard that thing can- about
0: habits. I think that's a hard thing about habits and I think that's really cool the way you layer yeah. it like that, because you know, it's the disappointment that comes if you bite off more of than you can chew right. and the disappointment, the mental psychological yeah. disappointment that comes with like, yes. Oh, now I'm off track. It's like, what can right. you do that you have a high, very high degree of confidence that you can stay on track. And then yeah. that just builds over time. Right. And yeah.
1: so, with nutrition, I approach it that same way. Like, what's your base, right? What are you, what is your base? And I try to focus in on just, you know, whole foods. Um, you know, again, I'm not, you know, some people I do talk to, or there might be, you know, not eating meat, whatever, but to me, it's like, we'll create a base of what your, what your foods are. Yes. Right. And then, you know, if you need some new ideas, you're incorporating them, but like, You know, I try to do, like, we meal prep. We don't meal prep everything. We just prep our meat on Sundays. Um, So we we get that high-quality butcher meat. We barbecue it up. We eat it that night, obviously, with, like, steamed vegetables, you know, rice or sweet potato. We have, like, the same foods, right? We just change up a variety a little bit. So we're not, like, trying to learn, like, like, all these new recipes, right? Like, we're just trying to keep it simple but healthy. Yeah,
0: you do, like, the meat. the starch and then like the vegetables and yeah. so you just kind of hammer yes. those, right? Yeah. Like,
1: right. And then the next day, now we have all this cut up meat that we then like, I, you know, Trader Joe's has awesome bag salads and I'm just throwing in some sliced up steak or sliced up chicken on mm-hmm. top, or we're turning it into like tacos, you know, with the steak and chicken. Um, or we might, you know, honestly, some days my, my lunch for work is just cut up the cut up meat um, with a little bit of like a sauce, like I like the chimichurri sauce from Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's, but like, like a sauce to dip it in and then some cut up uh, cucumber and tomatoes and some cut up fruit. So super simple again, nothing fancy, but all nutrient based, right? Uh, Nope. Like nothing processed in that. And, uh, you know, simple, Mm -hmm. right? So we have, you know, uh, we finally have a rhythm. We have a rhythm with that. Now The so those are the kinds of things I share. I just share what I have found works for me as someone who's trying to have an optimal lifestyle, but still has a 50 hour a week job. <laughs> I got home at 6 PM last night on a Friday night. So like I try to showcase and show that it's possible to have that optimized lifestyle, even though, you know, you've got, I'm at, you know, I'm, I'm at work 50 hours a week and I'm, you know, I've got a lot of other things on my plate and, um, you know, so I just try to be an example of that to
0: show it's possible. People can find that sign up for that newsletter, uh, from your Instagram, from your, TikTok. on my
1: Instagram and TikTok, it's like linked in my bio. And then that's like, um, yeah, I started to put that together because I wanted uh, a way to, that people could get ongoing content, you know, yes. um, that's something I started doing like last year where I was like, I need, you know, and I didn't know how to do that. Actually, I <laughs> had you know, to learn how to do like a, um uh, you know, put out email of, uh, you know, I use Flowdesk. I don't know if you, do you use use uh, for
0: email? I use Clavio. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, you know, I found Flowdesk and I had someone show me how to use it and I was like, okay. And then like, so that's, and then again, I, that's free. I want people to have, I, I try to put out a lot of information that's, you know, not about uh, signing up to pay for something, right? Like that's just, I want to add value out on social media. And then again, I, I do work with people individually when it comes to um, if people are wanting to use the supplement system I use, because I am a rep of that. And that is one of the like um, businesses that I drive as well. But that's like for people that are, you know, specifically interested in the supplements of, of that. Okay. And then What's that um, called? That's called Thrive by Lavelle. Thrive. Lavelle is the company name and Thrive is the the main product. I mean, we have a lot of different supplements, but the, the core system that addresses the, you know, bringing in, combining the vitamins, minerals, and probiotics and prebiotics and fiber and protein and um, kind of the, you know, the name Thrive really to me is like, it's about optimization of nutrient levels, optimization of gut health, mm-hmm. opti- optimization of the body's needs. And going back to what you were saying about um, the the supplementation, like, you know, one of the um, things I, once I did find something that actually I made a differential difference, like, okay, yes, nutri- nutrition is key. Um, there are people out there that are, you know, that might say, you don't need supplements and and no, you, you don't need supplements, right? Like you could optimize your wellness with nutrition alone. So I never argue that point, right? Like, um, but it, it, it can be difficult, right? Again, like same as like, you know, like willpower, right? All those things like, yes, like you can do it. But, um, I found it very helpful to, once I found a supplement that worked, I found ease with meeting my nutrient needs um, because I created a base. And that's how I see supplementation um, is it's a base that I put in my body every day. Hmm. Um, The base product gives me 50% of my daily nutrient needs. And now I'm building off of that. And nutrition is a hundred percent. Like the food you're putting in your body is absolutely critical. And, and, supplements don't replace that. Um, And that's why they're called supplements. So sometimes I'm like, that's, you know, they're called supplements to supplement the diet, not replacements, right? It's not about like doing this instead of changing Mm -hmm. your diet, doing that instead of um, working on nutrition. But when you put in a base layer of the supplementation, right? What I find for my body is, I'm getting that consistency every single day, no matter how crazy the day is, no matter. I mean, cause for my job too, there are days where, um, I, I miss my right, lunch right. because I am working, I'm working through problems and unable to get to it. There are, so, you know, it's, to me, it's like the found, it's the foundation yeah. that I get to build off of every day. And it brings ease to meeting those, um, nutrient levels every single day with consistency. So there's, you know, it's always there no matter what. Um, and then it brought ease to the gut health thing too. The, the, the adding in the pre and probiotics besides adding in the pre and probiotic foods brought ease to achieving that because it's hard to achieve, you know, again, it's, again, it just brought some ease to it. So no, you don't need supplements in your life, but it can bring ease to meeting those things. And, um, I needed ease in my life at that point. <laughs> it's like I'm not going back. I'm not going back to not having that because I mean it made a major differential that like it's like um I just feel more I know my body's getting what it needs every day. And then That's I kind of awesome. sometimes relate it to thinking about as I look at my plants outside that I'm growing, like I don't my garden's looking pretty shabby right now because we're it's kind of in between planting season, but it's the same as like, you know, you you, you plant stuff to grow. And you know it needs the dirt, the sun, the water. But it, you know, when you add in and when you supplement the soil with nutrients, you, the the plant benefits.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: So that's how I see supplementation. It's it's optimization. It's an opportunity to optimize, but it never should replace. Make making sure that you're eliminating the crap that you're eating and um, optimizing the foods mm-hmm. you're eating.
0: I want to bring you on for round two to talk about more about your routine. And just kind of more tips you have for that. Um, but I'll let you go for today. Thank you uh, so much for coming on the show. Um, yeah. and if there's any other kind of final things, uh, I know you shared your TikTok, your Instagram, your newsletter and everything like that. Um, you know, feel free to share. But it's really been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you for, thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks, Nick, for having me. And I love the name of your podcast too, because I feel like, again, like, it's the state of being right. Like we want to be in a place where we're optimized and like, you know, again, just feeling our best and achieving our best. And I appreciate you having me on and having the opportunity to kind of, again, just add um, to the conversation and someone that's listening that might relate to something I've said might spark them to do something different for themselves today.
0: And that's our show. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to leave us a review on Spotify and subscribe.